Hello, Roxy listeners. Max Philby here. Today, I'm going to do something I didn't expect to be doing so soon after we first published this podcast. I'm going to reopen this series to report on some new documents the Columbus Dispatch obtained. They're caution letters sent from the State Medical Board to Dr. Roxy years ago. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to episodes one through five of this podcast, and then come back and listen to this update. Now, on with the show. How do you know well, if you, you have, have a rectus diastasis scar and you get on the same button? And also what inside your body is. There are little tiny scars. Let me give you the scoop. From the Columbus Dispatch, this is Roxy, Rise and Fall of the TikTok Doc. I'm Max Philby. Years before Dr. Catherine Roxanne Growey's career came crashing down, she was twice warned by the State Medical Board of Ohio. You might remember that in Episode 3, I mentioned that the first time Dr. Roxy received a caution letter from the State Medical Board was in October of 2018. The second letter came in September of 2021. I asked the Medical Board for those letters and was told they were not public record. Here's my colleague, Danae King, reading part of the response I got from the Medical Board in that previous episode. Caution letters are a part of the complaint investigative process and are confidential under Ohio Revised Code. If a complaint does not rise to the level of board discipline, the board may send a letter of caution to the licensee to inform them of the board's awareness of the reported behavior and recommend additional education and training. After getting that response from the state medical board, it sounded like I might never get to see those letters sent to Dr. Roxy in 2018 and 2021. In general, they're shielded by confidentiality laws. But I reached out to dispatch attorneys to see if there was any way we could challenge that. Those attorneys put together a letter and sent it to the medical board. And, lo and behold, it worked. About 12 hours after the dispatch published this podcast, the medical board sent us redacted versions of the 2018 and 2021 letters and Dr. Roxy's responses to those letters. Absolutely, this should have been disclosed. I mean, even when you look at this particular situation where she was publicly disclosing what she was doing, and then the board warned her not to do it, and that was not publicly disclosed. So what is the public supposed to think? That's Lisa McGifford with the Patient Safety Action Network a national coalition dedicated to preventing medical errors and promoting patient safety. Oh, it must be okay. You know, there must be no issue with it or no concern that it might influence the safety of patients. These warnings absolutely should always be public. No question about it. There's no reason to hide that. I'd like to take a few moments to summarize what we found in these two letters. First, let's start with the letter dated October 9th, 2018. 
The letter was the result of a complaint filed against the doctor, May 26, 2017. That date means the medical board was aware of a complaint filed against Dr. Roxy more than a year earlier than we'd previously been able to confirm. The patient who filed the complaint underwent treatments with Botox and Juvederm, according to the medical board. A consent form signed by the patient stated the patient signed off on photos being taken to be kept as part of her medical record. But the photos were also published on social media, the letter stated. The medical board secretary and a supervising member of the board told Dr. Roxy they had decided they would not initiate formal action against the plastic surgeon, which would have made her discipline public. They told Dr. Roxy that they would keep the complaint on file, and if any evidence arose suggesting she broke laws with regard to the practice of medicine, the complaint could be subject to further review. Dr. Roxy responded to the medical board's letter a few weeks later on November 11, 2018. She told the board she has a consent form that she asks patients to fill out if they're comfortable with their procedures appearing on social media. She also claimed the complaint was simply made by a disgruntled former patient. Here's my colleague, Sheridan Hendricks, reading portions of Dr. Roxy's letter in response to the medical board. We did not ever publish her photos on our website or social media sites. She did, however, verbally agree to film her procedure on Snapchat during her visit. This is not done secretively, but instead is quite clearly filmed by a staff member during the procedure while the patient is looking into the camera. This was discussed with her ahead of time, and she understood that it would post for 24 hours and then it disappears. She even looked into the camera and stated, I'm so happy I found you guys. We take HIPAA very seriously here, and we never post without the patient's approval. This case feels like a patient who came in for injectables and was upset when she was bruised afterwards, even though we specifically go over that very risk of using needles in the very vascular face. Then she lashed out against our practice in a very serious manner. I wanted to get some reaction to this letter from people who underwent surgery by Dr. Roxy. So I reached back out to Mary Jenkins, the first former patient to file a lawsuit against the plastic surgeon. It does not surprise me at all. The fact that the medical board reached out to her to say, hey, don't do this, Mm -hmm. and it was still done, that just speaks to, you know, where she was, that she, you know, maybe she thought she was above what the board was saying or didn't take it serious, didn't think it was a big deal. The second letter the dispatch obtained is, well, mostly redacted. The letter, dated September 29, 2021, is four pages long, and nearly the entirety of the first two pages are blacked out. The redactions were made to protect patient information and confidential investigative information, said Kimberly Anderson, the medical board's chief legal counsel. Still, More than a page of the board's September 2021 letter to Dr. Roxy 
sheds light on concerns the medical board had about the plastic surgeon. The letter stated that an expert reviewed multiple videos that Dr. Roxy had posted to social media. The expert questioned the surgeon's professionalism, noting dancing in the operating room in some videos, loud music, interfering with communication between essential operating room personnel, and the use of emojis to cover up patients' genitalia. The expert told the medical board that Dr. Roxy may have violated the American Medical Association's principles of medical ethics, including that a physician shall uphold the standards of professionalism and, quote, with respect for human dignity and rights, end quote. Violating the American Medical Association's Code of Ethics is also a violation of Ohio law, according to the letter. The idea that Dr. Roxy may have broken state law came as no surprise to Sarah Duckett, a former patient who had footage of her 2021 breast augmentation posted to social media. Sarah went under Dr. Roxy's knife just days before the medical board sent the plastic surgeon this letter. I had surgery with her, and four days later, she gets a letter, and then 10 days after my surgery, I'm in the ER. I didn't know that the, the medical board and the doctor didn't have to advise patients of when they've been cautioned or if they've been, you know, basically sternly talked to by the medical court. So it's definitely a frustrating feeling because this didn't have to happen. I mean, since I had my surgery four days before, I mean, that letter was probably already typed, if not already in the mail. The medical board determined the potential violations of AMA practices and subsequently state law were not pervasive to Dr. Roxy's practice. The September letter stated the issues could be remediated with additional education. The board recommended Dr. Roxy complete a course on ethics and professionalism and another course on complications of plastic surgery. On December 13, 2021, Dr. Roxy submitted a certificate from the University of Sydney in Australia. She'd completed an online class on ethical social media through Coursera, a website that offers degree programs and professional certificates. The course spans eight hours, and while it's called, quote, ethical social media, end quote, just one hour of it is dedicated to the ethics of social media use, according to descriptions on Coursera. Reviews of the course are wide-ranging, with 70% of people giving it high marks. Others who enrolled gave the class a low rating, with some as recently as 2019 having stated that it was out of date, very basic, or disappointing. In a summary of the course that Dr. Roxy sent back to the medical board, she wrote that the use of social media can be misinterpreted to seem distracting or not serious. She said that her practice added disclaimers to videos so that viewers would understand when she or her staff were actually operating on camera. Again, here's my colleague, Sheridan Hendricks, reading more of Dr. Roxy's response. Anytime a more fun video is filmed in the OR, we are sure to write a disclaimer that actual surgery is not occurring so as not to confuse viewers that we are goofing around during a more serious moment. But the reason we do film things in this area after hours is to demystify the OR. 
When patients are nervous entering the operating suite but have seen it before many times, it feels familiar and less daunting or scary. Our goal is to always educate and help our patients feel safe. Although the medical board accepted Dr. Roxy's certificate, Sarah wasn't impressed with it. She wonders whether it was even applicable to Dr. Roxy's practice, given it was through a university in another country. So her doing a course that doesn't even apply to the country that she has her license in, that just kind of seems like she was doing the bare minimum just to show, hey, I complied. I complied, but I didn't comply. By now, we know that even if this training Dr. Roxy took satisfied the medical board back in 2021, it wasn't enough to keep the plastic surgeon out of hot water for long. Almost 14 months later, Dr. Roxy's medical license was suspended by the board. And following a series of hearings in May, the medical board permanently revoked Dr. Roxy's license to practice July 12th. Although the documents the dispatch obtained shed new light on the details of Dr. Roxy's downfall, it's unclear just how much more could come out. Fourteen civil cases are still active in the Franklin County Court of Common Pleas that could reveal more. Mary Jenkins, who won her lawsuit against Dr. Roxy, said the more that comes out about the so-called TikTok doc, the better. Any shred of new information, any letter or document that shows what Dr. Roxy was doing, helps former patients cope with what happened to them, Mary said. And knowing they're not alone also makes patients more comfortable sharing their own stories with each other. We all have such a unique story. We have a sisterhood that we didn't ask for, but we have it. Neither Catherine Roxanne Growey nor her attorney responded to requests to comment. Roxy, Rise and Fall of the TikTok Doc is a production of the Columbus Dispatch. Read more stories, hear additional victim voices, and see a timeline on Dr. Roxy's career online at dispatch.com slash Dr. Roxy. To support more local journalism like this podcast, subscribe to the Columbus Dispatch by visiting subscribe.dispatch.com.